2: Getting colder, summer getting warmer. Tidal we've come across the Mexican border. Why back gallon is cheaper by the barrel. Just don't get busted singing Christmas carols.
1: was one heck of an american ride for toby keith hello americans welcome to the todd stern's radio show and you know it's um it's interesting when we were putting together the todd stern's radio program many years ago uh, when i was at fox news um we were we were trying to figure out what sort of a theme song to use and uh, the great frank bruno uh, one of the, uh, one of the best production guys in the business. Uh, he was uh, in charge of, of coming up with the sound of the Todd Stearns radio show. So he called me over one day and, uh, Frank's a great, great guy and, uh, just has a, has an ear for everything. And he, um, he said, Hey, what do you think about this song, American Ride? And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the song and Toby Keith, who, who wrote that piece. And it it was it was my show put to music. I mean, everything we talk about on on this program, it really is an American ride. And um, I knew right away that was going to be the song, the theme song for the Todd Stearns radio show. Early this morning, Toby Keith passed away. Uh, we got word that he passed away. Uh, he was surrounded by his family and friends. We understand that he died in his sleep and he went peacefully. He had been battling stomach cancer for several years now and uh, it had really taken a toll but uh, he lived he lived a great life and uh, throughout the program today we're going to be playing a lot of his a lot of his music you know this is a guy who grew up in uh, the heartland he was born in oklahoma raised in arkansas then the family um, moved back to the moore oklahoma area And got his first guitar when he was just eight years old, uh, Toby Keith did. And went on to and what's amazing about this story is a lot of times, you know, kids think, well, you know, I've gotta I've gotta become a star immediately right away. I've gotta I've gotta become a success at what I do right away. And that's just not the way it is in life. Sometimes it takes a while to get to where you're supposed to be and And that was Toby's journey. That was his story. He uh, went to high school, played football. Uh, This was uh, right around the early 80s where he, instead of going to college, he uh, decided to get a job on one of the oil rigs and became a derrick hand. Man, that was tough work. And all the while, he's playing his guitar. He's working his butt off. Then at nighttime, he's going to the clubs, going to the bars, playing his music. Then the oil industry collapses, and he loses his job, so he tries his hand at semi-pro football. And along the way, he's still playing his music, and by the time he got into his 30s is really when he actually hit his stride and uh, became became famous, and it took a while. But one of the interesting things about, about Toby Keith, and I, um, and, and then I want to play some music here in, in just a moment. But one of the interesting things about Toby Keith, and, and you don't hear a lot about this, this guy loved his family. He loved his wife. They were uh, married for many years, uh, had three, three beautiful kids, had grandkids. And if you follow Toby on his social media, you know that he loved those grandkids. And there's this great picture of Toby out. Uh, they were by a lake, and he was teaching one of the granddaughters how to fish. He did not want to live in Nashville, didn't want to get sucked into the whole Nash, Vegas, you know, country music industry. He was a country guy, and and he loved his family. But this man had a way of connecting and communicating with the heart and the soul of America, and uh, the, a lot of the media and a lot of the, the country music woke people, they hated him for this. I'm thinking about the Dixie Chicks. And what a vile bunch of, of, of women they turned out to be. They turned out to be the pink-wearing-hat gals. And, well, they're not even the Dixie Chicks anymore. They dropped that because it's politically incorrect. Now they're just, what do they call them? Are they even allowed to call themselves the Chicks? Why don't they just call them the females? The, the oh, no, I can't say that. The lady Parts? Are they even allowed to say that? So... One of the interesting things I was reading the Associated Press Obit today and they're attacking Toby Keith. I'm not surprised. They do this all the time with conservative leaning people. And I say conservative leaning. Toby Keith was not a Republican. He I don't he was really not that political. He was a conservative democrat for a long time. He performed for Trump at the inauguration. He was a patriot. The president calls up and it didn't matter if it was a Democrat or a Republican that said, hey, Toby, can you come and do something? Yes, sir, Mr. President, it would be my honor to serve the country. But this man loved our military, loved our military. Whenever the USO asked him to do a show, he was there, and he did that. And he loved the men and women of, of the, the U.S. Armed Forces. Now, I became a huge country music fan after 9-11, and... What's really sad? I was talking to my I was talking to the staff early this morning, and I had, you know, I had one of those weird nights last night. I was tired, went to bed early. I only sleep like Trump a couple of hours, so I went to bed like eight eight thirty. Woke up about one thirty this morning, and that's literally word. Just it, it hit almost immediately that Toby died, and so I'm sending the notes to the team. And I realized right away that the, the staff here, they were either not born or they were babies when 9-11 happened. So they, they were not alive. They were not old enough to understand what we were all feeling as a nation after the days after 9-11, where there was a palpable anger in this country. People, we were wanting revenge for, for what had happened to this, to this nation. And Toby Keith felt that, you know, his father served in the military. And, uh, you know, again, he wrote about this in another song. Um, and uh, he he sat down and he wrote this this anthem courtesy of the red, white and blue. And this is the song that enraged the leftist. And, and quite frankly, it, that, that song served a double purpose. For one thing, it united the country. And the other part of that, it exposed all the woke people out there. And you knew who you were. I mean, there was no middle ground. You knew who you were. And the left hated that song. The Dixie Chicks, a lot of people, a lot of the Los Angeles wing of the country music industry, they hated the song. But to this day, when I hear... There's a, there's a part of the song, and I've asked Dylan to pull this on. We're about to play this song, because when you hear this song, I still get chills when I hear the bells ringing. It's almost like the Liberty bell ringing. That's in my mind. That's the bell that's ringing. And he's talking about Mother Liberty shaking her fist. That's who we were back in the day. We were united as a nation. Yeah, there were the, there were the haters out there, but... You, the the majority of this country, we were united, we were one, and we were shaking that fist along with Toby Keith, and we were ready, we were ready to blow somebody off the planet for what they did to us. Peter Jennings, the longtime anchor at ABC News, actually stepped in. They had asked ABC News had asked Toby Keith to play that song on their Fourth of July special and toby and and toby was going to do it and peter jennings said no he said the song was offensive the lyrics were offensive and it had no place at abc news now peter jennings is a canadian but that's still no excuse and and toby keith was really fired up about that and he should have been but he was a great american patriot and that song to this day, I, I believe, still sums up who we were at that time in, in American history. And it was, it was a time of grieving, and it was a time of righteous fury that I have never seen in my life. And it summed up who we were. And by the way, who we could be, once again. That there is still hope that we could be that kind of a of a country again, but we're, I'm going to miss the guy. He's look some great songs. That was it, Willie Nelson. He did what was what it? Beer for my horses, it, or beer, yeah, that was a great. It's uh, there's a Baptist Baptist version. Rube Beer for my horses. It's not as not as poignant, but it's it's a great song. But for me, the song, and and I don't know, you know, maybe there's some of you out there and and you were just inspired by this man. And I, he was, he wrote his own stuff. This was a talented man. He was a gracious man, a giving man. And he was a man. He was a man's man. And I think a lot of people out there in the media hated him for that. And, And really, You know, if somebody's somebody's died, why are you taking potshots at them in their funeral notice? I mean, come on, what's wrong with you? So anyway, this is my favorite song, and uh, we're going to play this, and uh, we'll come. uh, I'll, I'll, Dylan, I'm going to come back and say a few say a few things, and then we'll go to break. But this is my favorite Toby Keith song.
2: American girls. And American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Hey Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And a statue of liberty started shaking her fist and the eagle will fly. is raining down on you i brought to your courtesy of the
1: something upright i don't know about you but I, I mean that i i'm telling you when when and he described toby described it when he would perform this song in front of the troops there were people i mean it cheers people would just cheer and applaud and stand to their feet i mean these are grown men just weeping and and are in full uniform just weeping and and it was all we could do we were there was so much emotion just pent up in this country and he sang this song, and it's as if the whole country just just exploded in emotion. That's the power of Toby Keith. That is the power of of music in this country. And and we're going to miss him. And uh, God bless him. He's a great American patriot. He is uh, a great husband, a great father, a great grandfather, and most of all, he was a man of deep and abiding faith in our Lord. And uh, today he is um, the newest member of the Heavenly Choir, Toby Keith. All right, um, we got to take a break here. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. we got so much going on today. John Rich is going to be here. Also, uh, we're going to be talking to Senator Tommy Tuberville. Monica Crowley is going to be here as well. Plus your calls, 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304 and start investing today.
3: They're not the Dixie Chicks. They're called the Dizzy Chicks. I just wanted to let you know.
1: Well, my apologies, sir. Thank you, Mark from Florida. Uh, By the way, Mark left us a shout-out on our awesome app, and uh, you can do that as well. You say, okay, wow, cool. How can I get the app? Very simple. All you have to do is go to kwamradio.com, k-w-a-m-radio.com, download the app for free, and uh, you'll be able to send us a shout-out like Mark from Florida did. By the way, um, our buddy over in Alabama, Brylan Hollyhand, shared an interesting quote from Toby Keith. Uh, there was a poll last summer. Only eighteen percent of American young people, age eighteen to thirty-four, only eighteen percent said they were proud to be an American. And Toby Keith actually said this at a concert: "Never apologize for being patriotic." Never, ever apologize for being a patriotic. And may I just add this? Never apologize for being an American. You be proud of who you are as an American citizen. There's something noble. There's something honorable about being an American citizen, being a citizen of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And, yeah, we got our problems, but we're getting that squared away. I can promise you that right now. And I know they're going to try to do whatever they can to stop Donald Trump. But I'm telling you right here and now, we've got to stand up and we got to fight. And maybe, maybe we need one of Toby Keith's songs to inspire us along the way. But this is all hands on deck. Now, coming up, I've got some exciting news to share with you about New York City voters and Donald Trump. Something's happened across this country, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. Something exciting is happening. It's as if the veil is is lifting. All right, got to take a break. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back, America. Mike Lindell and Pillow employees want to thank my listeners for your continued support. And to thank you, they have an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code STARDS. And you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the mypellow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived. Won't last long, folks. Get a six-pack towel set for only twenty nine ninety eight, and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers 100% made in the usa on sale for as low as 99.99 everything goes on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels they absorb dog beds blankets couch pillows so much more to get the best offers ever go to mypillow.com and use promo code stars or call 800-839-8506 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Todd Stern's radio program. Great to have you with us today. Uh, coming up, John Rich is going to be here today. Monica Crowley and Senator Tommy Tuberville. So uh, a lot happening out there, uh, and um, looking forward to um, talking to John about about Toby and uh, the impact he had on country music. You know, let's get let's get real. Uh, Taylor Swift. They like to say Taylor Swift is a country music artist, and I'm look I'm I, I'm I'm not one of these people that think she's a uh, some sort of a PSYOP from the uh, Pentagon uh, I'm not one of those guys I I think she is uh, very successful and she you know however she did it, good for her live your life but that is not country music. Whatever's coming out of her mouth is not country. I'll, I'll fight you on that but otherwise hey look uh, you do you Taylor. Um all I can say about poor Travis uh, Kelsey. by the way, did you notice he was not mentioned when she was up on the stage at the Grammys. he He was not mentioned. It was a, it was a little peculiar. I'm just saying, but I don't know she hasn't written any new songs, Dylan, but uh, if there' there's if there's, a, if there's a if she's writing a song about uh, her ex and it rhymes with Travis, uh yeah, that could be bad. Um, All right, I want to play some audio here. New York City voters, they say they now support Donald Trump. And we're talking about the Bronx. We're talking about Queens. This is pretty remarkable. Trump is now considering doing a rally not only in the Bronx, which would be unprecedented for a Republican, but also at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Take a listen.
4: If President Trump came here to the South Bronx, would you attend the rally?
5: Of course. I would want to meet Trump. I want to shake his hand. He's the only president that I see that can
6: ever make America great again. He's capable of doing that.
7: I would love to go to a rally with Donald Trump come, because I'm a big Donald Trump supporter. And I will support him 100%. Oh, yeah,
8: definitely we're going to show him love. We're going to show him a lot of love. And, you know, like they do in other states, we definitely
7: need to see Trump here. There's number but love for Donald Trump here in the South Bronx, the North Bronx, the East Bronx, and the West Bronx. So, you tell we me... Want, we want Trump to come back, please, bro. Biden, get out of here, bro. I would come to the rally and support Trump. Because the
8: Bronx need a change, and we need somebody that's really going to help this community.
2: I would definitely come to a Trump rally in the South Bronx. I like them. You do? Yes.
7: Yes, I will come to a rally if President Trump was to come to the Bronx, and I also would bring other people to come to and support him.
4: Would Joe Biden get a warm reception if he came to the Bronx?
7: No, he wouldn't have, and I'll make sure that. (laughs) So there,
1: there you go. And I'm telling you, uh, the folks in the Bronx, they will tell you how it is. They, they're, they are not. Look, they're very plain spoken. I remember when I was uh, back in my ute when I was running the New York City Marathon, and uh, you run through all five boroughs, right? You start in Staten Island, and it's twenty six. What is it? Twenty six point two miles of pure, you know what? And the Bronx is sort of the last stage, and it's rough. It's rough. So I remember, um, walk, you know, and and you you have your name on your like your your uh, your bib with your number and. And people are cheering for you. They'll have two million people lining the streets of New York City. And I remember running, and people are like, "Yay, go, Todd, go!" You know, you're kind of running there. Then you get to the Bronx, and somebody shouts out, "Look at that fat guy run!" It's it's a rough crowd. It is. So, so all that to say that for for those people and that many people to say they support Donald Trump, I'm telling you, folks, people are getting sick and tired of what's been going down in this country. By the way, there is a report out on Fox that the illegals are going to be getting 40% more on their SNAP benefits than regular Americans. So let's say that you're poor in America and you rely on the, uh, the we used to call it the, um, what do we call the, the welfare checks. Now they call it SNAP benefits. And uh, back in the day, they would give you food stamps, and now I think it's a debit card. But anyway, the illegal is going to get 40% more than you, the poor American. Now, for many years on this program, I asked a very simple question of the leftist, and by leftist, I mean communist. And they're all about opening the borders because they want the chaos in this country. But the, the question I asked, and was never answered until now, is what happens if you've only got a little bit of money? Who gets that money, right? You've only got a little bit, and or you've only got a little bit of food. So you let's say you've got one box of, oh, I don't know, Fruity Pebbles, and who are you going to give the Fruity Pebbles to? You've got a starving American family, and you have a starving illegal alien family. Who do you give the Fruity Pebbles to? Well, if you're Joe Biden, you're giving the fruity pebbles to the illegals and the American people can go starve. I mean, it really is that simple. That's what this is. That's what this is all about. America last. That's what that looks like. Oh, by the way, Eric Adams, who is the mayor of New York City, black guy, and that's important, you know, because and you'll understand why in just a moment. Uh, he's very upset. So. Because a lot of people are angry, he's turned the the city into a third world hellhole. Illegals are causing mayhem. Crime is off the charts, and he is he is very upset. And he is comparing himself to Jesus Christ.
7: Stand up! They need to see you, Deputy Mayor Williams Ison, Deputy Mayor Mira Josie, Deputy Mayor Amizad, Deputy Mayor Maria Torres Springer. Have you ever seen this much chocolate leading the city of New York? And then go down the line. Look, look who's here. This is representative of the city. That's why people are hating on me. You trying to figure out why they hating on me? They hating on me because those who, how many of you go to church? Ma'am, this is a Matthew 21 and 12 moment. Jesus walked in the temple. He saw them doing wrong in the temple. He did what? He turned the table Came over. over. I went to City Hall to turn the table over. First woman police commissioner of color. First Spanish-speaking police commissioner. First Spanish-speaking uh, uh, correction comm- comm- commissioner. Go through the line of what we're doing.
1: All right. Well, thank you, chocolate Jesus. Uh, look, I i mean, you know, at least he's honest. And by the way, this is um, this is racism. I, I don't want to alarm people here, but this guy's a racist. I mean, he could be a bigot. I don't think so. I think the guy's a racist. And I also think um, how can I put this delicately? Uh, somebody needs to be given that guy a cup to pee in. Because something's not right there. Something something's not right with the mayor. So this guy is echoing something that Ray Nagin, the mayor of New Orleans, said many years ago when he talked about how New Orleans is always going to be a chocolate city. Well, what about what about the strawberry people? What about the what about the vanilla people? What about what what about the milk chocolate people? Right? I mean, really we're we're going we're going to go down this path again are really so and by the way this is something that the mayor of Memphis, Tennessee also a chocolate mayor uh that he was saying a couple of weeks ago that well Memphis needs to be known as um as a black city we need to be known for our swagger and soul all right well what about all the um What about all the white folk? What about the Asian-American folk? What about the Latino folks? What about them, Mr. Mayor? And and I would ask the same of the New York City mayor. So he can compare himself to Jesus all he wants, but Jesus he ain't. We can quote another Bible, verse too. Jesus wept. 901-260-5926. I'm telling you, folks, when they played the race card in, of all places, New York City, they got big problems. Big problems. Uh, Let's go to Mike in Maine. W-L-O-B wants to talk about Toby Keith. Hi, Mike. What's going on?
8: Oh, that guy's got some big shoes to fill If He thinks he's going to catch up with Jesus.
1: Uh, Sandals, sir. Sandals.
8: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Listen, hats up. I'm a retired Groner Sergeant, Marine Corps, Vietnam, but, and, uh i got to tell you, hats off to Toby Keith for what he did for our military. You know, he took a lot of abuse over it, I'll clue you, but he stood up tall. He and sure I did. these morons in the Senate stand up tall. I know the House will against this crazy builder trying to fund in the Senate.
1: Mike, let you me know, tell you how crazy that is, and I'll let you finish your thought. This is how crazy it's gotten. So now Mitch McConnell's out there. And, you know, he was behind all of this. So now he's throwing James Langford under the bus. And and it's not, you know, Langford should have known better, but I don't blame him. He was pushed into doing this. Now even Langford's voting against his own bill. I mean, that's how screwed up this thing is. But I'm I'm glad they at least understand how crazy and insane this was.
8: Yeah, well, they don't call him the turtle for nothing. He's ducking back in his shell now is it's what rude. he's doing. <laughs> Look. You look at this funding for the Ukraine, do you realize the United States Marine Corps only gets $53.2 billion and we're going to send $60.1 billion to the Ukraine? And, you know, the SBU, Ukraine Security Service officials, were caught trying to pocket $40 million, earmarked to purchase 100,000 motor shells. That was in 2023. And the money just disappeared. There was over 980 million worth of weapon contracts that had missed delivery. The money just simply vanished. Now, some of the money was found it had been spent on real estate in the coastal region of Spain and on luxury cars. Now, look, we got to take a hard look at Zelensky. This guy has dissolved his uh, his political rival parties. He's suspended national elections. He's closed churches. And he's restricted any freedom in the press. We might want to think twice about what we're doing here,
1: Mike. I'm with you. And and my I was look. I've been alarmed but the the warning sirens started going off when they when he started shutting down the churches. Uh, that is the guys. The guy is is corrupt. The whole government over there is corrupt. And, and you're right. And we pointed this out yesterday on the show when you go through and and we went through this legislation. Uh, sixty billion dollars uh, going to the um, the Ukrainians—more money than we're giving to our own military—that that's just unacceptable. Mike, gotta run. God bless you, sir, and thank you for serving our great nation in Vietnam. We we appreciate your service and we honor that. All right, uh, hang tight, everybody. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. By the way, our buddy Paul Shanklin, who is also the chief historian of the Todd Stearns radio program and musicologist, has discovered that Ben Shapiro did something wrong. That's right. Ben Shapiro said that he was the first conservative rapper. Well, we have proof to the contrary. Take a listen.
3: As I sit and dilly-dally on the Capitol steps I take a look at my life and fantasize about the rest Cause I've been campaigning and it's so long That even my party thinks my chances are strong But I never took a hand up that I wasn't deserving Even if it's from some monk that I never heard of You better watch what you're driving and don't be smoking Cause me and my homies might be calling the shot I always do what's best for the common folks. It's true I raised tobacco but I never smoked Fool I'm the kind of one the little donkeys Wanna be like doing just what I please Cutting deals with the Chinese
2: He's been
3: The power, the power and the money Slip it in my pocket and I'll take it to the laundry If you got a problem that needs a quick solution You can have a talk with Bill for a minor contribution I'm an educated tool with the White House on my mind Got some coffee in my pot and some schemes to design I'm a regulate tobacco growing tree hugging pumpkin And if Bill gets the axe then I'm gonna run the country Cool, the White House is only a conviction away If they ask me to serve, what can I say? Tell me!
1: All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. And in honor of Toby Keith, a lot of our bumper music, well, it's going to sound mighty familiar uh, today to a lot of you. Uh, some great Toby music songs and classics. And maybe you want to give a shout-out to Toby. We're going to let you do that as well uh, here on this program. Coming up after the top of the hour news, uh, we're going to have John Rich uh, with us from Nashville uh, talking about um, the great Toby and the impact he had on the, the country music industry. By the way, uh, I want to give you an update. Those, uh, those illegal aliens who attacked the two NYPD officers, um, some of them have been caught uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. They were running for the border, these guys. The illegals were intercepted at a Greyhound bus station. Uh, this is according to Fox. They were caught in Phoenix. Uh, the four men gave fake names to a nonprofit group that helps illegals leave New York City. So here's what needs to happen. Not only do they need to arrest these illegals, they need to go after these nonprofits. Because, you know, the Catholics and the Baptists, these uh, Catholic charities and the Baptist group down in Texas, they're helping a lot of these illegals. And this has got to – it's just got to stop. The, um, the suspects, uh, two 19-year-olds, a 21-year-old, and a 24-year-old, they've been captured. So, um, again, folks – these are very bad people. They were they were freed, they were they were released without bail because of the George Soros attorney, Alvin Bragg, in New York City. So what we need to start doing is deporting these people. And quite frankly, get them on a plane and ship them across the border with or without a parachute. That's optional. I'm not too terribly concerned about that. All right, folks, uh, in the meantime, head over to ToddStearns.com, and if you scroll down, you will see our big news about our book uh, for a very limited time. We have a very special limited edition copy of my new book. I will personally inscribe and autograph that for you. Uh, that's over at uh, ToddStearns.com. All right, hang tight, everybody. Hour two of the big show coming up. We'll be right back, America.
0: From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch.
2: That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah.
1: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Great to have you with us today, wherever you might be, across the Fruited Plain hundred and sixty radio stations now broadcasting the program. And uh, we love it that we're originating not in New York City, uh, not in Los Angeles, but right here in uh, my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Great to have you with us, folks. Our telephone number 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Coming up uh, just a little bit later this hour, Monica Crowley joins us uh, talking about the border bill. Also, uh, the Nevada primary and caucus, Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Also, Senator Tommy Tuberville is joining us. But right now, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and a great friend, a great musician, John Rich, joins us. John, I hope you're doing good, sir.
10: Hey, doing good. Glad to join you.
1: John, um, earlier in the first hour, uh, we were playing a lot of uh, Toby Keith's uh, great songs, and of course, the news breaking early this morning that uh, he passed away, sixty-two years old. And and John, I'm curious to hear from you as as a musician, as an artist, and as a patriot. What kind of an impact did Toby Keith have on your life?
10: Well, I think you listed off uh, his you know his main qualities, uh, patriot musician songwriter, you know, and that's kind of what I am. Uh, but Toby Keith was blazing that trail before I ever really came on the scene in a, in a big way. And early on in my career, uh, in a band called Lone Star back in the nineties, we actually got to open for Toby Keith around the United States in several spots and got to watch him in action early on. And then more recently in the big and rich era of my music, we've done a lot of shows with him as well. You know, he was, a uh, the kind of guy that he loved his country. He didn't just say he loved his country. He actually would travel overseas every year, several times a year, um, and go to where the troops were. He would go to the most dangerous spots in the world, show up, do a free concert, shake their hands, sit around and pick the guitar with them to let them know, hey, it's not just lip service. I'm here to tell you we really support you and appreciate your sacrifice and your service to the country. And then on the Nashville side of things, you know, uh, lot some people didn't like Toby Keith. I mean, yeah. some artists didn't like him. I mean, he cut a hard line when it came to being patriotic and loving his country. He eventually started his own record label, started putting his own music out. He was one of the first guys I could recall in Nashville that went from a major record label situation to owning his records, owning owning his publishing, calling all the shots the way he wanted to do it, funding it himself you know, a total independent guy, which at the end of the day, that's what it means to be an American. You know, we can do it on our own. Just get out of my way and let me go to work. And that was pretty much his attitude. So this is a gut punch in Nashville. I know it is for the fans, but for the artists that like me, that really had been around him a lot and admired his work and been close to him in a lot of situations, it it is, it's a gut punch. 62 is awful young to lose anybody, but to lose him and the kind of voice that he had, uh, it's a big loss for everyone.
1: It was, you know, I, I see a lot of uh, not just in, in how you, you you live your life and and you're you're with the troops. I mean, you're you're one of those guys, but you're also, you know, of that. I mean, you're cut from that same cloth. This is a guy who who lived it. You know, he, you know, he was uh, he came up. He was a hard worker, working in the you know in the oil fields. Um, it took him a while to get to where he, he needed to be and where he wanted to be in in this life. And I think you can see that. You can feel that grit in a lot of the, the music that he wrote.
10: Yeah, he didn't luck into anything. Right. I mean, he, he played all the honky-tonks in Texas and Oklahoma, just like I did. He was a few years ahead of me there. But, you know, grinding it out, um, trying to make the greatest music you can, and then, of course, navigating the the music row waters that that a country singer has to navigate and then navigated back out of that and able to be an independent guy. Uh, there's a lot to be admired there. I actually just saw this morning, uh, what they claim to be the last interview Toby Keith ever did. It wasn't, wasn't that long ago. And the interviewer asked him, you know, how how is your state of mind right now? Not knowing what's going to happen. And he says, well, uh, he said i i, I lean, you, we lean on god when times get tough and then we take him for granted when they're not he said so i've just tried to make sure i lean on him every day instead of just the hard days And he says when this is all over with i know where i'm going so i'm good either way mm. i was really glad to hear him say that because he like a lot of us back in our back in our beginnings of our careers and through there i mean it's a wild situation man i mean it's it's crazy out there on the road and uh, to see that he had come all the way back full circle and, and locked in with God and had his faith intact and was not afraid of, of what was coming, that to me was just an, an incredible thing for him to say here towards the end of his life. I think people should really listen to what he said. And the truth is, man, we none of us know when our last day is. And um, we need to take that into account every single day as much as we can with all the nonsense going on in the world and in our country. It's easy to forget what's really real and really true, but it sound, sounded to me based on his answer, he had gotten a firm grip on what's really true and real, and I think he exited with a lot of grace.
1: I'm with you, and you know it's that, that faith that we all grew up with. You know the songs we used to sing. Uh, you know, and you know that's so that's a part of the of the fabric of, of growing up in the South. Uh, being a part of the country music industry and singing those old songs like the old rugged cross. And, you know, those songs matter. You think about the late, great Charlie Daniels. And uh, I'm with you back when I was at Fox, you know, and, and Toby would be up there. Charlie, uh, you know, th- these guys were the real deal. You um, it's it's just something about the country music world there. There's a sense of, of realness and um, the songs you guys sing and and the way you live your lives.
10: Yeah, I think when you have busted your knuckles a lot, uh, especially coming up through the ranks and nothing was ever gifted to you, um, you understand where it comes from. I I was friends with Charlie Daniels, really good friends with him, and I actually interviewed him for his final interview. He passed away 13 days after I did an interview with him for a show I was doing. You know, these type of guys, these type of men, it's not a game to them at all. When you talk about freedom, liberty, what the country is founded upon, whose shoulders we stand on, who's currently out there keeping the right to pursue happiness alive, it's not a game to us at all. It's not lip service. We live by that. And so Toby Keith was one of those guys, man. There's a lot of guys that feel that way, guys and girls in country music that feel that way, but very few that go to the lengths that Toby Keith went to show you in a physical way that he meant what he said.
1: John Rich is on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. And, John, you know, you you look at at Toby and his life and and his politics. It really wasn't about politics. It it really, what he was talking about was so far beyond that. And I think that's one of the things that that has attracted so many people to what's happening around Donald Trump right now. It's really not about politics. It's about America, and it's about saving this this great nation of ours.
10: Yeah, I think the system... Let's just call it the system, because that's what it is. The system incorporates both sides of the aisle, as we refer to it now, the uniparty. A lot of conservatives have realized, holy cow, I don't even know if I want to claim to be a Republican. How about it just say I'm a constitutional conservative patriot? Maybe that describes me better. And we've realized that the system is corrupt on both sides. And if that is true, which it is, if the system has an enemy— and attacks that enemy, then what does that mean? That means the one they're attacking is the enemy of the system, and I don't like the system, so who do I support? I support the one that the, assist, that the system is attacking. It's as simple as that. And I think you're seeing people uh, from both sides of the aisle, lots of Democrats now are feeling the pain in this country and going, hang on a minute, what is going on in my neighborhood? Why is this happening to my country? And they're realizing the only guy that can really stop it and undo this mess and reverse it, is being attacked incessantly by the system, the system that put all this destructive nature in place in our country in the first place. So a lot of people are waking up. Pain is, is quite the alarm clock, Todd, as you well know. And I, th- I think that the more pain that comes in this country, the more people are going to wake up and realize how close we actually are to losing our country.
1: Well, you've got that right. And, uh, John, I, we could go on forever, but, uh, the computer's going to cut me off here. Um, Really appreciate you coming on the program and uh, really respect the great work you're doing for America, the great work you're doing for all of us here in here in Tennessee.
10: You bet. Well, thanks for having me on to talk about Toby Keith. Uh, he was a one of a kind and a great American. It was an honor to speak with you about him.
1: Yeah, amen. All right. John Rich, everybody. Uh, great American patriot as well. And we are remembering the great Toby Keith today, um, passing away earlier, losing his battle with stomach cancer. But as... John just so eloquently said, um, Toby Keith is with the Lord today, and that is a reminder of what is the most important thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about winning an election. It's about making sure that you are set for eternity and making sure that, uh, that you are right with the Lord as Toby was, and um, that's, that's what it's all about. All right, uh, we got to take a break here. We are opening up the phone lines, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stern's radio program, I feel like, Dylan, what I want to do is just take the microphone, get into the pickup truck, and just drive around town. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. One of those days. Uh, By the way, folks, Patriot Mobile. I love these people. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And you know what I really love about them? They support this radio program. That's right. They're one of our great sponsors. And... And folks, um, one of the things we do, and I just want you to know of this, um, every everything that we have as a sponsor, everybody that sponsors our show, we vet these people, we try the products, and if it works, great, and if not, it doesn't, you know, you know, we're not going to bash anybody on the program, um, you know, but, um, you know, we always want it to be a good fit. That's why, you know, I take Balance of Nature, Feel Great, uh Calitrin, now that you know, Calatron actually works if you don't go through the McDonald's drive through all the time. Um, but it's, I'm just telling you, we try everything out here, and I hope that you'll take the time to support our great sponsors. Uh, Patriot Mobile, they have got uh, a great coverage guarantee, the best 4G and 5G networks, and they have nationwide coverage. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd is the website that's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. They've got a telephone If you want to call them, the people who answer the phone actually speak English. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use my promo code TODD, and you're going to get free activation. The best part, they have plans to fit any budget as, get this, $25 a month. Dylan, this may be a good thing for you. Uh, $25 a month, you get unlimited minutes, unlimited text, and you get 4G or 5G service. Now for, a and that's called the Freedom of Speech Plan. So they have all sorts of plans to fit any uh, budget, no matter how big or how small. So uh, be sure to go check them out at patriotmobile.com slash Todd. Want to play some some audio here. Um, President Trump talking about this border bill, cut number seven.
8: Well, it's hard to believe because I think it probably would mean the end of their career. This is a... uh, A Democrat trap it's a trap for Republicans that would be so stupid so foolish to sign a bill like this this bill can't be signed and it's not only that it's massive amounts of money going out of town as we say going out of town billions and billions and billions of dollars and it's so bad on the border I've never seen anything like it actually it's one of the worst one of the dumbest bills I've ever seen
1: it's ridiculous is what so it's dead on arrival but now you have, I think, the folks over on Fox are upset at the Republicans. You've got, you've got a lot of the establishment types, and they're saying that we need to do this, uh, that um, it's, it's going to secure the border as best we can. No, no, no. As best we can is zero. Zero people coming across that border. And if we can't get there, then the bill is not good. I'm just telling you it's not good. Oh, by the way, Liz Cheney is back in the headlines. Man, she's like um, you athletes. You ever get athlete's foot or get that foot fungus, and then you get the Dr. Scholes powder, you just know, sprinkle it on there, and it goes away, and then it comes back again? That's Liz Cheney. She's like a fungus. So she's back, and uh, here's what she has to say. Cut 13.
6: If a person is a member of Congress and they've sworn an oath to defend the Constitution— can they defend the Constitution and also endorse Donald Trump? No, so it's they're
4: inconsistent.
0: They're breaking with their oath by saying they would like him to be the next president.
4: In my view, you know, fundamentally, there is a choice to be made. You can't both be for Donald Trump and for the Constitution. You have to choose. It's a lot of people who
1: are choosing Donald Trump.
4: Yeah, it is.
1: So she's basically saying, all of you people out there who are supporting Donald Trump, and that would include yours truly. That if we support Donald Trump, then we are somehow communist. So Liz Cheney, and we, we call her affectionately Lizard on this program. Lizard Cheney is, is the, the offspring of a man who got us into a war in Iraq knowingly using false information of weapons of mass destruction. Now, going back to that time and that period in American history, You had many, 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 many people in the conservative movement who were sucked into all of this, and I was not one of them. And I made a lot of conservative enemies back in the day because I did not go along with this notion that there were weapons of mass destruction. And I was in the minority. It concerned me that we were involving ourselves in a war based on faulty information. But beyond that, there was another issue here. We have no business going in and doing a regime change. No business. That is not our business as a country. Those people in Iraq, they didn't want freedom. They didn't want the American way of life in their, in their country. They would prefer to live in huts and caves and ride around on camels. And you know what? It's their country. Have at it. But we have no right doing that. And whenever we do that, things turn out very, very badly. And things turned out badly in Iraq. Things turned out horribly in Afghanistan. And you go back to that great Toby Keith song, I think the American people, the young fighting men of America, were ready to put a boot in multiple people's behinds. But the government at the time wouldn't let us do it wouldn't let us do it as a matter of fact after george w bush along came barack hussein obama we all know where his allegiances lied and lay and they were not with the with the american people they were not with our military obama left people behind so did mrs bill clinton left our people behind so there's a there's a lot to be said about liz cheney because she comes from a family of deceivers and i believe she too is a deceiver she hates donald trump she wants to destroy donald trump and by the way why is it that liz cheney hid information on the j6 committees why did she do that we know the answer all right gotta take a break here monica crowley coming up talking about this crazy border deal also talking about the 2024 race ben carson by the way, mentioned as a possible VP now. Hmm. We'll talk about that, too. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program as we continue our salute to the great Toby Keep. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I'm, jeez Lou. Someone just sent me this. President Biden is giving a speech and he's talking about how he is proud to be wearing a Ukrainian tie and a Ukrainian pen. Yeah, what about the, what about an American tie, Mr. President? What about the American pen? want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have with us the queen of podcasting in America, the Monica Crowley podcast. If you don't download this podcast, there's something wrong with you. Probably you're a liberal. No, it is a great podcast, and, a folks, so we've got a link to it on our live show blog. Monica Crowley. It's been a while.
4: Hey. Mm-hmm. Todd, yes, and thank you for that very kind introduction and that lovely plug from my podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Well, you, I, th- I thought you had forgotten about all of us radio folk, you know, because you're doing the podcast. You're, a, you're I see you all the time on all the, the, the cable shows now. You're, you're a busy lady.
4: Very busy, trying to save my country as you are, and everybody listening to the show and my podcast are doing the same.
1: Monica, I I want to start on a positive note, and we played in the last hour, we played this audio of New York City voters in the Bronx, of all places, who say they would love to have Donald Trump come to their neighborhoods. Uh, They're fed up with President Biden. They're fed up with the policies of the left, and it looks like, I mean, Donald Trump may, in fact, do do a big rally there.
4: Yeah, I saw him with Maria Bartiromo over the weekend doing this fantastic interview. And, she, you know, she asked him about putting traditionally blue states in play like New York. And that him up to answer like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing a Trump rally in the Bronx, maybe Yankee Stadium. Um, he talked about Madison Square Garden in Manhattan. This is like the bluest of the blue areas that I think only 10% of voters in Manhattan went for Trump, maybe 12%, but not much more than that. I was certainly one of them, (laughs) but I am few and far between here in the city. So, you know, look, is it an uphill battle in blue states like New York and Illinois? Absolutely. But what he is getting at that there are a lot of traditionally Democrat constituencies, like Black voters, like Latino voters, um, like Asian voters, who are now coming back to the Republican Party, and in particular, coming back to Donald Trump. Taking a second look at him, taking a second look at the party, and saying, you know, things are so catastrophic now, especially with the wide-open border and illegal immigration that is absolutely decimating these minority communities. That you know that there is an opening here for President Trump and the Republicans. Again, it's an uphill battle. Again, I don't think he's going to win the black vote, but if he just gets enough to decimate the Democrats. That's all we need. Look, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we're facing, you know, decades of the Democrats having a lock on these constituencies. But now they have had enough. The Democrats have caused this abject catastrophe. And these voters are saying, hey, man, I'm opening to looking at Donald Trump.
1: Monica, I, I live in Memphis, my hometown, and we're a majority-minority city. And uh, what is it last well, about six or seven months ago, I started talking to some folks and we have a very, um, a, a very affluent uh, middle class community called Whitehaven. And uh, the folks there decided, you know what, we're launching a Republican club for the first time in history. And I think over 100 people turned out for opening day. Uh, This is something that is happening, you know, all over America, Chicago's South Side, where people are are pushing back now against Democrat policies. So I think the the key here is for the Republicans to get into these communities and get involved and let people know there is another way. There's a
4: path forward. Yes, absolutely. And this is something that President Trump did as a candidate he will continue to do this year. And he certainly did it as president. I served two years in the Trump Treasury Department, and we were doing things like creating opportunity zones in underserved communities to help minorities and other underserved folks get a leg up to, say, start a small business, live the American dream, get a mortgage, all of this stuff that we were doing in very safe, economically safe ways made a huge difference to the point where the booming Trump economy actually had African-American and Latino unemployment at or near historic lows. It it was an absolutely incredible feat that Donald Trump did, and he did it with a whole series of pro-growth economic policies, which he said he is going to do it again. So remember, when it comes to the economy, Donald Trump brought the U.S. economy back not once but twice. Once after eight years of stagnation under Barack Obama when he first came in, And then after the unprecedented crisis of COVID, he brought the U.S. economy back. So all he has to say is, look, I did it twice. I'm going to do it a third time, and I'm going to do it for everybody in America. Every ethnic group, every minority group, every gender, you are going to benefit just as you did, uh, you know, during my first term. And in particular, the open border and the illegal immigration catastrophe created by Joe Biden and the Democrats, That is what has the black community, the Latino community, other minority communities looking at Trump and the Republicans. Because, like I said, their communities are getting decimated. Their resources are being drained in terms of education for their children. Schools are now overrun with illegals. In some cases, American kids, like in New York, are being booted out of their schools to make room for illegal immigrants. These minority folks have had it. And so, like I said, will Donald Trump win the minority vote? No. But if he can put enough minorities in play, then it's over for the Democrats.
1: Uh, Monica Crowley on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. And uh, folks, check out Monica's podcast, the Monica Crowley podcast. Uh, There's been some scuttlebutt um, over the past couple of days that Dr. Ben Carson may be on the president's VP list. Uh, What does the president need in in a running mate, Monica?
4: Well, Dr. Carson is an amazing man and brilliant and just a, a lovely, lovely person. So I would have no doubt that Ben Carson is on a VP shortlist. Uh, look, I think President Trump needs a couple of things. First of all, he needs somebody on the ticket who, God forbid, can do the top job if called upon to do it. Secondly, he needs somebody who is loyal and not just loyal to Donald Trump, but loyal to the America first cause. No more never Trumpers, no more Obama holdovers, no more deep state operatives undermining him from within. And then, you know, I think, uh, I think he probably thinks he needs a woman or would like to have a woman on the ticket, especially if he ends up running against Biden Harris, which I still can't believe is going to be the case, but it might. So he might feel he needs a woman in that regard. Um, and, you know, if they dump Biden, It will likely either be Kamala Harris or Michelle Obama, in which case, you know, again, Trump would probably like to have a woman to balance that on his ticket. But again, Trump is a very independent thinker, so we'll have to see. It's uh,
1: it it is going to be a uh, it's going to be a great guessing game between now and then. And who knows, he may have already picked this person, Uh, but he's going to look, as he said during that interview, um, I think it was Bartiromo, uh, you know, he doesn't need to make make that announcement now. You know, he's got plenty, plenty of time. What's up with Nikki Haley? Why is she still doing this, Monica?
4: Yeah, I know. Well, Nikki Haley is a regime op. I think that's, that's pretty clear. And there were a number of them in the GOP primary race, Chris Christie, Asa Hutchinson, their only reason for being in the GOP race was to tear at Donald Trump and try to put some chinks in his armor. And, of course, it didn't work, and it's not going to work for Nikki Haley either. But the establishment, the billionaires, the left, the imperial media, uh, the deep state, they all want Donald Trump sidelines as a political force. They've been trying to do it since June of 2015 when he first announced nothing has worked. And so, you know, they think if Nikki Haley can stay in, if she's well financed, that she can, you know, try to at least be the default if God forbid he goes to prison, Um, which I don't think is the case. You know, people don't understand that Donald Trump has an emotional bond with the voters and it is unbreakable and nobody can surmount it.
1: Mm. All right, Monica, before we let you go, what's coming up on the big podcast?
4: Oh, uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, I've had a lot of really good shows uh, over the last couple of days, so I appreciate you asking. And today I am literally taking the blowtorch to this border bill. Uh, I take it apart in ways that you have not heard. So I recommend it to you. I've also had a previous show a couple of shows ago, which I have pinned from my Twitter feed, that um, where I, I played two clips of mine from March of 2017 where I was incredibly prescient about Donald Trump and the left and what they their objective was with him. So please go back and listen to that pin show up on my Twitter feed, which is at Monica Crowley. And then next week I've got Ricky Schroeder coming on. Uh, a lot of big stars uh, have agreed to join me on my show as well, including Ricky Schroeder coming up next week. So a lot of big stuff. Please check it out wherever you get your podcast, the Monica Crowley podcast.
1: Were you a Silver Spoons fan growing up, Monica?
4: I was. I was. You know, I just had Tiffany on my show, the 1980s pop star. And I've just had Dean Cain on my show last week, which was a great interview. I recommend that to everyone as well. And every time I have these folks on my show, they're always so lovely. And I always say, my teenage self is screaming right now. <laughs> That I cannot believe I'm talking to Dean Cain, and I cannot believe I'm talking to Tiffany. It's really just the best platform, and I'm having a ball.
1: You know, even it's it's really funny how Jason Bateman became, I guess, the the bigger star out of Silver Spoon. You know, he was he, he was kind of like the Eddie Haskell of that uh, of that show. And uh, every time I see him, I still think about uh, Silver Spoons, even when he was in the. Uh, oh, is that um, Ozark? Was that the Netflix? I, my mind is gone. I'm drawing a blank now. All that to say, uh, this is pretty awesome. i Ricky Schroeder.
4: Ricky Schroeder next week, Dean Kane last week. Please go check it out. And this week's shows taking apart the, the border charade um, and what it's really all about in ways that you have not heard. So I recommend that.
1: Monica Crowley, everybody. Monica, always good hearing from you.
4: Always a pleasure, Todd. Thank you.
1: All right. There you go. Monica Crowley. Of course we have Kurt Cameron. That was you know it's interesting all the child stars of the 80s are are super conservative now. And uh, that that is a good thing. All right, so we got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, uh, the big question is who's the running mate going to be? And Newsmax is conducting a national poll. They'd like to know who you think Trump ought to pick for VP. And uh, you are going to be able to have your say. All you have to do to vote is get out your smartphone and text the word skip to 39747. That's skip to 39747. And they will send you a link to the poll. So, again, text the word skip to thirty nine seven four seven and you'll be able to vote in the Newsmax Trump VP poll. We'll be right back, folks. Wow, Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin. A lot of people upset about that. Why would why were why are people upset about this? You know why people are upset because Tucker Carlson doesn't get a paycheck from one of the major media companies in America. So he's not beholden to them. And Tucker can ask the tough questions. By the way, um, Putin reportedly in the interview um, said that Joe Biden is not running the United States. He says, the same forces which have always run it are running it. You may change presidents, but you do not change those in real power. That is who we have to deal with. Joe Biden is just a facade for the power structure that coming from Vladimir Putin. Yes, that's and that's what Trump was trying to dismantle. It was called the deep state. So uh, we'll we're going to keep tabs. Uh, this is all coming out um, here as you and I are chatting. But Tucker Carlson uh, confirming uh, this interview with uh, with Vladimir Putin. By the way, Biden just said the only reason the border is not secure is because of Donald Trump. So let's go back in time here. Let's hop into the Todd Stearns Radio Show time machine. Go back to the year of our Lord, 2020. Border crossings, illegal border crossings. The last year of the Trump presidency, 400,000. The next year, that's when Joe Biden took office, 1.7 million. The year after that, 2.3 million. The year after that, which was last year, 2.4 million. By the way, Biden speaking just a few moments ago. Uh, this is the President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Just take a listen.
5: There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been. A response from the, uh, the, the there's been a response from the opposition, but um, it, it yes, I'm sorry from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is there's a continuing negotiation right now, ladies and
1: gentlemen. This is the man who is literally stumbling and bumbling his way into World War III. You're telling me this man is the President of the United States? This is Joe Biden just a few moments ago. I'm with Putin. I, I, I don't think Biden's running the country. This story from the libs of TikTok in Chicago, Illinois. Pardon me. This is um, yeah 30 Illinois schools. Not a single student can read at grade level in 30 Illinois schools. Now, I suspect if you were to go into these schools, the children would be able to would would be able to tell you their gender identity, but they can't read. They can't write. It does make you wonder what exactly they're doing in these schools, right? It really does. Thank you, libs of TikTok. All right, uh, coming up in the next hour Senator Tommy Tuberville. We're going to jump into the border crisis uh, with the senator, find out what the heck is going on. Fox is reporting, by the way, a lot of yelling among the Republicans behind closed doors. So there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of fury over over how all of this has gone down. And there ought to be a lot of anger and a lot of fury. House Speaker Mike Johnson says the border bill is dead on arrival. So we'll check in on that story as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for all of our brand-new listeners, head over to ToddStarns.com and uh, check out our website. We have lots of great stories, lots of great content, videos for you to check out. Also, uh, you can download our free newsletter and our free podcast. About 300,000 of you subscribe to the newsletter, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. It goes out every, uh, every morning at 7 o'clock. And uh, we have a lot of great leaders, readers across this country. And you can also visit the Todd Stern store. We have all sorts of great merch, including all of my books, uh, the great coffee mugs. And we also have some pretty awesome tumblers as well. And uh, Todd Stern show apparel. So you're going to be able to look good. Um, A lot of great stuff there. Go check it out at toddstarns.com. All right, folks, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be taking your calls in the next hour as well. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. This is The Todd Starns Show.
0: From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American.
2: That's us, that's right, I
1: love this American ride. Todd yeah. Well, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Sterns Radio Program, happy to have you with us today. Uh, we've got a lot going on, and of course we are also remembering the late, great Toby Keith, who passed away earlier uh, today, well, actually late last night, and we found out early this morning from his family uh, that he died in Oklahoma, surrounded by uh, his wife and children and grandchildren, and uh, Toby Keith was a great American patriot who was despised by many of the leftists in Hollywood and Nashville and by the mainstream media, Uh, But uh, we are taking your calls as well on his life this hour of the program. We also want to welcome all of our great Newsmax viewers joining us for the third hour, the simulcast hour of the Todd Starnes radio program. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, look, yesterday uh, we uh, told you folks, stop whatever you were doing, pick up the phone, call Capitol Hill, and let your elected leaders know where you stand on this debacle of a border bill. And many of you did that. Look, things are so bad that even Mitch McConnell is voting against the very bill that he was supporting. James Langford from Oklahoma doing the exact same thing. So uh, don't be surprised if this goes down in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in flames, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, that is where we're at right now with the border bill. All right, um, President Trump, by the way, he's ready to debate Joe Biden. Uh, here's what Joe Biden has to say about that. Cut 16. Right. Is there right Donald Trump ready to
4: debate me right now. Do you accept?
1: He's going to
0: get on radio.
5: He's going to you immediately. Immediately? Yes. Uh-huh. Will you well, debate I, him? If I would
1: really want to debate me, too. All right, so anyway... Uh, Joe Biden says he's ready to debate, but I want to play some audio. We we played this at the end of the last hour. This is President Biden taking a question about Hamas from reporters just about a half an hour ago.
5: There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from. The the, there's been a response from the opposition, but um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now.
1: Nobody, nobody, nobody can understand this guy. We don't, we don't know what the guy's talking about. But this is your president, ladies and gentlemen, just so you're aware. All right, um, so we're going to be getting into that. Also, a Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville is going to be joining us here in just a few moments. Also, a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to Congressman Greg Stubbe about what's uh, happening at the border as well. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is The Todd Stern Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Todd Stearns radio program. Happy to have you with us today. By the way, the Chicago mayor very upset, very upset with all your reporters out there uh, asking questions about the uh, border crisis. Cut number ten.
11: I have children who attend schools who have soccer games,
0: y'all. Yes, you know, you all are asking me as if I'm not a parent in this city. I get it. I'm mayor. I get it, but you're asking me to give you a date, and I have to court. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have schedules. And plus, we still have public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to address, and I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children on the west side of the city of Chicago. I am going to the border as soon as
1: possible. Well, okay, I'm what what, what does that have to do with any what is what does the skin color of the guys why what does it have to do with anything you see the, the mayors here when they whenever they get into trouble whenever things aren't going the right way they always try to turn this around and make it a a racial issue that that's what's really going on here i mean that's it that's what's going on same thing is happening in New York City, um, where you have the mayor. Well, cut number two.
7: Stand up. They need to see you. Deputy Mayor williams Ison, Deputy Mayor Mira Josie, Deputy Mayor Amazar, Deputy Mayor Maria Torres-Springer. Have you ever seen this much chocolate leading the city of New York? And then go down the line. Look, look who's here. This is representative of the city. That's why people are hating on me. You trying to figure out why they're hating on me? They're hating on me because those are... How many of you go to church? Ma'am, this is a Matthew 21 and 12 moment. Jesus walked in the temple. He saw them doing wrong in the temple. He did what? He turned the table over. over. I went to City Hall to turn the table over. First... Women police commissioner of color, first Spanish-speaking police commissioner, first Spanish-speaking uh, uh, correction comm- comm- commissioner. Go through the line of what we're doing.
1: Yeah, they're just literally losing their minds, and so when things when things go the wrong way, they just immediately play the race card, and and that's what they're doing. So this is this is not a surprise. Uh, this is happening in cities wherever there are, are incompetent leaders um, who, and, and it really doesn't matter, let's just say you had a far leftist who's a, a white person and and things are going down the toilet. They will find a way to make even that about race. That's that's what these people are all about here. All right, um, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901 901- two six zero five nine two six. So this is interesting. Um Shaq is uh, getting a little bit of um getting a little bit of hot water. Cut number
5: nine. Did you open up to a woman? Yeah. Never. No, never. When's the last time you think you've opened up to a woman? We don't. Your whole life. Oh,
7: I'm telling
5: you, they Man, gonna, Got players like, like, I, I can, me and him related. Yeah.
7: It's our first time meeting, yeah, but I just. tell you yeah, guys, there's, there's no some connection here. Oh, no. And they going to tell you you can't. Because you know why? But it's a trap. Because you know why? I'm trapped. No, no. Like no, I'm, I'm going
2: to tell you why. Because <laughs> once you do, whenever something go down, they're going
5: to throw it back in your face. Well, that's what. That's that. why. That's, real. that's why. So you can't ever. That's why you cry cause your dad yeah, left. yeah, me. yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Is that true? Is that true, ladies? Is Do you do that when you, you tell your guide to open up, you know, and to get real and have that one-on-one, to the deep talk, and then you turn around and you throw it back in your face? So Shaquille O'Neal says, guys, you should never, ever, ever vent to the women in your life. That's that's what he says. All right, 901-260-5926 is our number. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We've been following the latest developments on this This lunatic border bill, Senator Tommy Tuberville from Alabama joins us. Senator, hope you're doing well today.
11: Oh, well, I'm doing well to be expected, Todd. Thanks for letting me be on.
1: Senator, um, I know our listeners are just enraged over this, and now they're just confused because it looks as though um, Mitch McConnell and James Langford are now against the very bill they were supporting.
11: Well, this all started with our leadership. It was badly proposed. Uh, there's no way that we can get a decent bill out of the Democrats because they won't open borders. So, But, you know, leadership wants this money for Ukraine for some reason. And the only way they were going to get most people to vote for it was to get some kind of border deal done with the Democrats. Well, they get involved in the, in the negotiations, they get it done. Uh, supposedly but it's it's not a good the only good bill out there is to stop people at the border and this is goes uh doesn't even come close to that it's actually a it's a it's a border giveaways what it is it's not a border bill so unfortunately uh you know it was just it's been a disaster it's not a good bill uh we're gonna vote against it i don't think it'll go anywhere we'll see what happens
1: Senator, uh, there is some reporting from uh, some of the other networks about um, about Republicans shouting behind closed doors. Have there been heated um, arguments and meetings about this?
11: Well, no, we've had several. Uh, I wouldn't call them heated. I would call very boisterous uh, uh, discussion uh, from a lot of different, you know, on both sides. Uh, we're all on the same side, you know, for America. But it's it's the way that we can – help America become better. The problem is this is a disaster at the border, and we can come up with maybe the perfect bill, okay? And this could have been the most outstanding bill in the world. Joe Biden's not going to go by it anyway. He does not want to close the border. He is for letting people come in that are illegals. It's costing billions of dollars. It's causing havoc with our drugs and human trafficking. It's awful, but these progressive Democrats... Are globalists and they want as many people to come in. It happened in Europe. Europe has been destroyed because of illegal immigration and legal immigration because they weren't vetted. That was a, that was kind of a test, test trial. America is the one they want. And so, uh, they're letting it happen and we're not going to allow it to happen. But right now, until we get President Trump into the White House, I mean, there's not one thing we can do about it.
1: No, well, there, there's not, and uh, there, there are some things that the House of Representatives could do with the purse strings here, um, but, but ultimately, uh, you're right. Until we get President Trump in the White House, our, our hands are tied. Senator, um, what about Republican leadership? Uh, can, can Mitch McConnell remain in power? Should he remain in power?
11: Um, he, he's going to have a tough time. I'm not going to say he's not going to remain. Uh, we need good leadership, and he's had health problems, as we all know, for the last year, And but we're in a tough time. America is in a tough situation, and we're in a situation where we need very, very strong leadership. Whether that's going to come from Mitch McConnell or somebody else, I don't know, but uh, there's not been a lot of good decisions made. But if we go back to one thing, Todd, there's not a lot we can do but we can quit spending money. That's That's one thing we can do because the House of Representatives has made a stand. They're not going to spend money. But over here on our side, we tend to continue to want to be funding these never-ending wars. Ukraine cannot win. You know, I'm for Ukraine winning, but they can't win. And we keep pumping the American people's money over there, and it's going to waste. They're either stealing it or, or misusing it. And until we get a handle on that, we need to quit sending money we need to block everything we can that the democrats are doing for the next 10 months because it's going to be hard to hold on if we don't if we don't get these people out of office next next november because if they stay in office for four more years Todd the america that you and i grew up in is not going to be the same
1: you know the irony here senator when you you look at what that what that bill would provide and ultimately what's happening in ukraine is a border issue what's happening in israel is a border issue And yet we're sending more money to those two countries than we are protecting our own border here in the United States. And the reality is we're not going to be able to help anybody if our country's overrun and these communists take charge of America.
11: We're on the merge, Todd, of three different wars across the world. Okay, Now, we used to, back in the 90s, have the number one military in the world. And we've still got a lot of great people in the military. Problem is now that this group is turning it into a woke society. They don't try to teach anything. It looks like they're going to start taking illegals into the military because nobody wants to get in. They do not want, if you're a Southerner and I'm not talking about race, if you're from the South and you're a Christian and you believe in this country, they don't want you in. Okay. They want, they, they want you to stay at home and get another job. They do not want you in the military. They want one that they can control. Uh, and we're fighting that tooth and nail. We have got to get a military that believes in our country, not a bunch of illegals going in, not a, people that, not a lot of people that go in that are woke, that want to change uh, our military into something that can't fight. We've got to be prepared, and we've got to start building up our military. We're giving everything away. And if we, I don't know whether we could win one of these three wars, much less all three of them. Uh, we are not the military that uh, we once knew.
1: No, no, we're not, Senator. And I, I know that has a lot of our listeners concerned, especially of those who, you know, have sons and daughters that are, are serving right now. And, well, look, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and just laying it all out there. Um, but it's it's just insane. I, and one last question about Senator Langford. I, I just don't get that. I, I, You know, he's been a guest on this program many times in the past. Uh, were you surprised that, that he was the pitch man for this?
11: Yeah, a little bit because we got a, a lot of hard nosed senators that w- that that were in a situation where they probably knew a lot more about it. They've been up here longer. Experience really pays pays off for you up here in the Senate. Uh, but he was the leadership picked him. But now there were three or four other people on there: Lindsey Graham, Tom Tillis, uh, Katie Britt. There, but they all kind of backed away from it. And uh, Senator Langford kind of he took the he took the full blow here. But you know, even he will tell you, listen i tried to get more and more and more, but they're in control. I mean, we weren't going to get that. We should have known that at the beginning, but at least we tried. Okay. We tried, but it ended up being a very, very, uh, giveaway bill instead of a border bill. Uh, he, he tried, tried like Hick to, to get more out of it. They wasn't going to give him. And w- w- you wouldn't do it. I mean, if you're a Democrat, progressive communist, and you want an open border, you wouldn't do give a lot of authority to the Republicans in a, and a new bill. But again, yeah. Joe Biden's not going to go buy anything that we pass. So they were just looking for this Ukraine money. I'm going to be very disappointed if we give away all this money because we can't afford it. You know, our our Marines budget is $53 billion a year, and we're getting ready to give $60 billion,
1: 60 billion to Ukraine. We can't fund our Marines. I mean, it makes no sense. None whatsoever. All right, Senator, we will leave it there. Appreciate you, as always, coming on the program.
11: Thank you, Todd. God
1: bless. All right. God bless you. Senator Tommy Tuberville from Alabama, straight shooter. And, and he's right. Look, that, there's not much the Republicans can do. But the one thing they are able to do in the House is control how the money is spent and how much money is spent. They control the purse strings. And it would be nice for the Republicans to to start cutting money from these agencies that are fighting against the American people. I mean it really is that it really is that simple. All right now we've got to take a break. when we come back we will be going to the phones. Also a congressman Greg Stubbe is going to drop by. He has a brand new bill that will ban men from participating in USA women's Olympic Committee events. Also we're going to get the very latest on the Alejandro Biorcas impeachment resolution vote. Uh, happening today so all that coming up as well as your calls 901-260-5926 that's 901-260-5926 and during the break head over to our website or your favorite bookstore download um, or pre-order a copy of my brand new book twilight's last gleaming can america be saved Uh, you can pre-order at amazon we've been directing a lot of people to amazon You can also get a limited edition copy of the book over at ToddSterns.com. So again, a lot of information for you there. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. This is The Todd Stearns Show. All you uh, good people across America. This is the Todd Stearns radio program, and we are proudly broadcasting on 160 radio stations around the nation as well as Newsmax, too. So, welcome to all of our Newsmax viewers uh, on this hour of the program. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Always great to have Congressman Greg Stubbe joining us, represents the 17th Congressional District over in Florida and uh, has an incredible piece of legislation we're going to talk about. Uh, the congressman's bill would prohibit men from participating in Women's Olympic Committee events. Congressman, good to have you with us today.
6: Yeah, Todd, thanks for having
1: me. All right, well, let's just jump into this, uh, th- this bill. I- I'm curious, why did you decide to-, to jump into this this raging debate that's happening across the country?
3: Well,
6: I had the bill that would prohibit um, biological men from competing with women in college sports and high school sports and all that. Uh, and then we recently saw that like USA Boxing is allowing men to compete in women's boxing, which is just egregious, and see that these different Olympic organizations are actually governed by Congress and by by federal law. Uh, so we, we decided to do another bill, prohibiting um, individuals like Leah Thomas, who's a biological male, from competing in Olympic swimming, from the USA boxing allowing biological men to compete in Olympic boxing. It's just insane that we're at a place in our country right now where legislation like this is necessary to protect women. I mean, it, we wouldn't have Title IX if we didn't have women's sports. So you might as well just, if you're a Democrat, just do away with the whole thing and just have one – co-ed baseball team one co-ed boxing team whatever and see how fast that women uh disappear off the playing field
1: oh well it's it's a it's a great point and uh you know fine let's uh we want to have that conversation let's let's start putting women up on the uh on the line in a football game and see see what happens uh this idea that yeah. there's no difference between men and women it's just ludicrous
6: yeah and the american people know that i mean this is like a Seventy five, 80 percent issue across party spectrums. It's just insane that the Biden administration and these leftist, leftist progressive organizations are going so far to the left uh, that even, you know, Democratic moms don't want their daughter to be competing against a male in softball or in soccer or in swimming or any of these other sports, taking away scholarships from them, taking away the ability to compete. And a, and a lot of women, especially in, the, in boxing and uh, some of these other sports where it's much more physical, people are getting hurt. Uh, I saw a news article, I think it was in Wisconsin, where they're allowing biological men to compete in women's volleyball and the guy like broke some girl's nose because it's a biological man playing uh, in, in women's volleyball. What else do you think is going to occur?
1: It's it's offensive, especially in the sports. You know, uh, the MMA fighters, uh, where I, I believe a, a woman um, had her had a fract- a skull fracture, as a result of being attacked by a man who identifies as, as a woman. Uh, so, and, and I'm curious, are, are you getting a lot of um, support from Democrats uh, on on this legislation? Anybody willing to step up and 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 stand with you?
6: I haven't seen that in any of these bills. This is such a – which, again, why this is a partisan issue. I mean, it's just common sense. I mean, if you went into a, a town hall or you went into a school or you went somewhere and said, hey, do you think this biological man over here should be able to, quote, unquote, identify as a woman and compete with the girls in soccer or or anything? And 99% of the people there would say, no, that's that's ludicrous. And uh, the the left is so far – so afraid of their left flank that even – So which I don't think there are any moderate Democrats in Congress anymore, but the so-called moderate Democrats are so afraid of the transgender movement, which in the which within the progressive movement, that they're afraid to get on bills like those.
1: And 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 you're right. I mean, people are afraid and it's it's beyond me. I would you would think that every feminist in America, the the National Organization of Women, all of those folks would be up in arms over these blatant attacks on, on women. Uh, was it a couple of weeks ago congressman did you you see the golfer the the golfer who uh is pretty close to earning a spot on the lpga tour uh beating all of these uh these women it's unbelievable
6: that's a guy i mean it's just he's a dude i mean it's like leah thomas she couldn't he couldn't compete with men in in the pool for swimming championships so he decided he'd identify as a woman and and compete as a woman and suddenly he's winning trophies Mm. and uh uh, women aren't allowed to you know they're they're not in getting number one and olympic things and all of this kind of stuff it's just
1: ludicrous all right uh, congressman greg Stuby on the patriot mobile newsmaker line congressman also walked, watching the uh the clock on this impeachment resolution against alejandro Majorca. so we understand the speaker said maybe a vote coming later tonight uh what what can you tell us
6: yeah, last I've heard, we're voting tonight. The last guidance that was sent out by the Whip's office, we're voting tonight, I think it's around 5.30, on um, the Mayorkas impeachment. We just voted on the rule for the resolution that passed um, a, a mostly, I, th- I think, all on party lines. It was like 217 to 212. So I've heard, and this is a rumor, I don't know if they've made statements, but we have two members, which how how you could, as any member of Congress, vote against a resolution to impeach Mayorkas after the systematic betrayal at the border. I have no idea. But apparently there's two Republicans that are rumored to be voting against it. Even if we lose the two, the last vote uh, 30 minutes ago was 217 to 212. That'd bring it to 215 to 214. So even if those two Republicans vote, no, we should still have the vote by one to pass the resolution. It's long past due. I've signed on to uh, co-sponsor this legislation for years now. Uh, it is long past time to impeach Mayorkas because of the complete failure at the southern border.
1: Uh, yes. Do we know that? Do you know the names of the of the two Republicans?
6: Yeah. The word is is McClintock out of California and Buck out of Colorado are the two. I think Buck may have stated that he's going to be a no, um, but uh, that's what I have heard, um, and I think Buck has made a statement that he's going to be a no. I, I, I would love to un, to to know what his reasoning is. But um, he's leaving Congress, so his district's not going to uh, obviously have the opportunity to let their voices be heard because uh, he's not going to be here in a year.
1: It, it's stunning uh, that, that they would do this. And, and I'm with you that there's, look, every person in Congress ought to be enraged over what's happening on this border situation right now. I mean, we've literally, not only have we been invaded, but we're being occupied, Congressman.
6: Yeah, 10 million illegals at this point. And and what's interesting is these aren't just Southern, uh, South American Latinos. Uh, Listen to these latest numbers that I have. This 24,000 Chinese foreign nationals, that was last year, 15,000 to date in 2024. It's only been like a month and a half. So like over 30,000, almost 40,000 Chinese foreign nationals, over 45,000 Russians, Special interest aliens, uh, over 30,000 people from Turkey, uh, Afghanistan, 6,000, Pakistan, 1,600, Iran, 700 people. I mean, these are not people that come to America to live the American dream. These are people that chant death to America in their streets, and we're just letting them in. And the southern border, over 300 known terrorists on the terrorist watch list. What's happening with those people? Myorkis won't tell you, which means he's releasing them into the country. Uh, one guy, there was an article not too long ago. There was a known terrorist that, that the Biden administration let loose for a year and then committed another crime and then they, before they deported them. I mean, it's, uh, there's issue after issue of criminality, the fentanyl, at the border, P- Americans dying, and uh, it's all because of Joe Biden. He doesn't need a bill to change it. He could change it today because he reversed all the trump era policies that would solve this on day
1: one unbelievable all right congressman we know you're busy a long day ahead of you we really appreciate the uh, the great word there and uh, keep fighting the good fight for us all right thank you sir thanks for having me all right congressman greg steube folks from florida so you've got the orders from the congressman here we've got two republicans this is it, it, it's laughable Two Republicans that uh, may be voting against impeachment, Uh, that would be McClintock out of California and Ken Buck out of Colorado, call their offices and tell them they've got to do the right thing here. And then I want you to call us back and tell us what their offices had to say. By the way, our number, 901-260-5926. I want to go to the phone lines. A lot of folks wanting to weigh in. Uh, Let's uh, go to Nevada. And Kirk is on the line. Hi, Kirk. What's on your mind?
12: Uh, Well, I was talking about uh, the mention of illegals going into the military. And I thought, what a dumb thing to do would be to give all the illegals that they're saying are coming across the border that are uh, terrorists, and they want to put them in the military and give them guns. Wow. Wow. Just the dumbest thing I ever heard.
1: Why, why, in the, why in the world would we do something like that, Kirk? I, that, that makes absolutely no sense to me. These people have no allegiance to America, and we've seen what – and by the way, this was, this was not very well reported, but during the, 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 the wars in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, a good many of our fighting men and women were taken out by people who pledged their allegiance to us and turned out they were the enemy in disguise.
5: Yeah, I can, uh, I can imagine that.
1: All right, uh, Kirk, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to a Charlie in Connecticut watching us on Newsmax. Hi, Charlie, what's
12: on your mind? Well, Mr. Todd, i got a question for you. We live in Connecticut, uh, which is bluer than a blueberry. You turn around, uh, they say, well, call your congressman, call your senator, Hold tell them your problems. Guess what?
1: I've got Murphy. All right, what here's what we're going to do. Charlie, before you get finished here, I want you to turn down your your, uh, your TV because we're getting a little feedback there. Hold
12: up. I can turn around and do that.
1: How's uh, that? Sounds good. Uh, you sound a lot better. Go for it, Charlie.
12: Yeah, I mean so now we call we got Blumenthal, Murphy and Rosa DeLauro. And we call them on the line. It's busy, this that boom bang boom. Who do we talk to?
1: <laughs> well, one of the things you could do, Charlie, if you're not getting through at the at the Capitol, you can call their district offices. And that information is on their website, you know, if you go to their website, you'll see the district offices of your congressman and your senators. So do that and uh, try to give them a call, and uh, you should be able to get through at the district level. So give that a a shot. Charlie, i got to run. I am super late for a break. Appreciate you calling in, though. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. This is The Todd Stern Show. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Let's go right to the phones. We're going to try to get as many people into this uh, segment as possible. Uh, let's go to Ohio. And Harold is listening to us on our great station there, FM 97.7. Hi, Harold. What's on your mind?
9: Hello, Todd. You know, ever since uh, they the Democrat Party, I should say the Democrat Party, Usurp the presidency from the rightful president. They've done everything they can to destroy this country. And it's so obvious from day one that Biden isn't doing it because he has Alzheimer's or he's stupid. He's listening to what Obama tells him. And and the whole Democrat Party is not just another political party. They're out to destroy this country. That's why the, the, all the Muslims and all the people that hate this country and the communists, they look at us as being a paper tiger, just what Saddam Hussein called us. But we really are a paper tiger now when we got a president that's on their side and not our side running the show. They know that Biden's just going to slap their hands to look good to us. But, uh, you know, we got to be crazy to think that his little slap on the hand or going over there and bombing some shack they set up to make it look good is is makes up for the murder of american lives and like i said last week when when you kill americans there used to be a you kill americans the government over there there's going to be some butt kicked and there's going to be lives taken over there they're going to show that you know that uh, we believe in capital punishment when they start taking innocent american lives and uh it, it's, it, they can do anything they want because they know they got another traitor running this show the the people that are democrat politicians uh they're they're persecuting us instead of the enemy. They're making they're making it against the law and finding people. If they say anything negative about the dirty, rotten stuff they're, they're doing to destroy this country, they're, they're, they're making the people afraid to even uh, protest. And uh, it's just when's America going to stand up and say enough is enough? I thought our founding fathers. Put something into the constitution, or something that if a rogue government ever took over this country, there'd be somebody that would stand up and say, "No way!" You know, put a stop to it. But I don't see any. We complain to talk show hosts, we complain to each other, but nobody's gathering the people together and saying, "Let's unite and 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 drive the Democrat Party out of politics before they completely destroy this country." Well, that's and, what we're
1: trying to do here, Harold. Um, look, there's only so much that we can do on this radio program, and a lot of it, a lot of it is getting in, getting, getting together with your neighbors, your family members, and saying, hey, look, we got to fix this. We got to come together. I think part of the thing on the, part of the things we do here on this program, Harold, is we provide facts, we provide the information, and we equip people, and we also want to reassure folks, and I think, you know, Harold, when folks like you call in, uh, and others, it's a reminder that there are many, many, many like-minded people in this country. And, But but I will say this, if all of us get out and vote on Election Day, we win. That's it, period. Harold, God bless you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Cordova, Tennessee. Bill listening to us on KWAM. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind?
12: Hey, Todd, I'm doing fine, and uh, I I hope you guys are all doing well. And I was calling because I just got off the phone a few minutes ago with Representative McClintock's office in California, and I asked him why he felt compelled not to vote for the impeachment of, of Mayorkas. Sorry, I haven't had enough coffee today. And basically, he doesn't think that Mayorkas has violated the Constitution or committed any crimes. And I said, that does it's not that that doesn't matter, but he's not doing his job, and he is endangering the American people. And to do that is um, absolutely a crime. What you is know, McClintock
7: smoking?
1: A... That's what I want to know. What is he smoking I mean, when, If to think that Mayorkas is, is actually doing a good job?
12: I don't know. I asked him. I said, there's 217 people or 215 people voting for impeachment and two against. And he said, well, I don't know why why the others don't see it our way, basically was what he said. It was not exact words, but it's like he hasn't committed a crime, so we can't do anything about it. Wow. Bull crap.
1: Wow. I, it, it is. It is, Bill. And it's it's pathetic. But I'm glad to know that, that you reached out. And, folks, that's what you need to do. Bill from Cordova, Tennessee reached out and called the California congressman's office, and you ought to do that as well. And you also need to be contacting Ken Buck's office Man, did he deceive a lot of people. Everybody thought Kim Buck was a rock-solid conservative, and he turned out to be a lion-rhino-weasel. Unbelievable. All right, Bill, appreciate that call. Good on you, sir. Appreciate you doing that.
12: Thank you, Todd. Talk to you soon. All right,
1: Bill from Cordova. Good man. All right, hang tight, folks. The radio show about to wrap up for the day. The TV show about to get underway. Uh, In just about four minutes from now, we're going to be talking to um, someone from the Heritage Foundation about what's happening at the border. Also, Tom Tranum from Salem Radio Network has an op-ed about Chicago's new motto, going out of business. Man, a lot of businesses shutting down in these in these uh, sanctuary cities now go figure all right folks it has been a great day head over to the website toddstearns.com download that newsletter and the podcast and folks head over to amazon pre-order a copy of twilight's last gleaming you will love this book get out there folks be good America.